And in fact, the Shlemus of Shavuos does not transpire until you reach this point. So we could still be mashlim the union of Kabbalah Sateda, taking the Teda and applying the Teda and living according to the Teda's inspiration and light and peace. Now here's a Maimed, which we always do, of course. It's Shabbos Pashas Nasi, as is the case with us. But you'll see that it's a Shavuos Deke Maimed. Um, although the Maimed is Shabbos, Pashas, Nosei, and it's already after Yed Be'i Sivin, as you can see from the date, the Rebbe decided to follow up Shvuas with this Maimir, and there's a reason. The reason is, as you have noticed, I pointed out to you in the last couple of my modem, that the middle of Rebbe's Chassidus was being printed, and the Rebbe was making a point of teaching those my modem. This Maimir also is based on a Maimir, the middle of Rebbe, that the Rebbe says it's Nimtza Bitfus, it's being printed, and it'll be available by Gola Didan. <laughs> the Maimu will be available by Gola Didan, will be able to learn it. So the Rebbe chooses to say the Maimed of a Cholom Reimus Akels, which is a Maimed from Pashas Yisrael. It's a Shvuz Deka Maimed about, uh, about Matan Teira, Pashas Nase, which is after Yad Bey Sivan. I'm sure there's many reasons, but this is one of the reasons. Now, as you know, I try to prepare the Maimodim. And um, the advantage of preparing a maimer is that if, at least if you don't know, you know what you don't know. And what I want to do is not start the maimer immediately, but talk to you about what amounts to is the deepest oymek. This maimer is very deep. The deepest oymek, the deepest point, the deepest chiddush of this maimer. We'll go into the details later. But the Rebbe is going to make the point that when the Eibishter gave us the Torah, there was Chesed, Gevura, and Teferis. Chesed is represented by coil, by sound, by voices, because it says in the Apostle, Gevura is represented by Lapidim, by flares, by, by lightning, which is fire, of course, and you may recall that a few years ago, before we started this schedule, we used to learn my modem of the Rebbe Nishma Seydin. We spent months learning the Surya of Cholom Reyemes and Kail HaShoyfer Esteferes. The sound of the Shoyfer Esteferes. And as you'll see, this Maimer, the whole point the Rebbe brings out is that Matan Teiru was not only a gift of words, it was a wholesome gift. And accordingly, the receipt, the taking of the Torah, is not simply taking the words and the laws, but it's a wholesome receiving. We receive it on our midas, and our personality, and our mahus, and our identity as human beings. The koilas, the voices, inspire in us, avas Hashem, a love for the Ebishter. The lapidim, the flares and the fires, inspire in us, yiras Hashem, a fear of the Ebishter. And of course, the Rebbe says there's different types of water, different types of ahava, different types of fire, and different types of yira. And the shofar, which represents teferes, inspires an yid correspondingly teferes. So the Maimed doesn't exactly say what is the meaning of teferes. In Chesidus, we know either teferes is rachamim, to have mercy on the neshama, or alternatively, and I think this is more applicable in this case, teferes is the inyan asimcha. The theme of teferes is the inyan asimcha, the idea of joy. I want to do in learning this Maimed 
is not to go in order, but instead to start with Tiferes. That's what we're going to do. We're going to start with the idea of Tiferes. And as you learn this, Maime, you will discover that the Rebbe makes an argument that there are two concepts of Tiferes. But in order for me, because what happens in this Maime is that the Rebbe teaches us that there are two concepts in Tiferes. And the tricky part of it is that you're really not sure which concept in Tiferes is higher and which concept in Tiferes is lower. You have to really think this very, very carefully through. Let's repeat ourselves. The Maimer makes the case that the coil, the lapidim and the shoifer, the sounds, the fire and the shoifer, are chesed gibor tefedas, or ava, yira, and whatever tefedas means, rachamim or simcha, depending on the love. But the Maimer also has a very basic supposition. What is the Maimer's basic supposition? The Maimer's basic supposition is that we're talking about Matan Torah. Hashem is giving us the Torah. And if our Maimer is talking about Matan Torah, whatever the coil is, Chesed as we now know, whatever the Lapid is, Gvura as we now know, and whatever the Shoifer is, Tefedas as we now know, has to be being given. Matan Torah is about God, the Abish to gave. Not about us. Now, of course, the Abishah gives, we take. We're very happy to take. The chesed of the Abish that inspires in us Ahavah, the Yirah, the Gvura of the Abish that inspires in us Yirah, and so forth. But it must be true, since we're talking about Matan Torah, the gift of the Torah, that whatever these ideas represent, these ideas are being given from the Abish to us. And on this basis, the Rebbe asks a really, really difficult question. He asks the question, and when you hear the question, you scratch your head and say, this is insoluble. There's no answer to this question. The question is, there should be no shoifer by Matan Torah. Why should there be no shoifer by Matan Torah? Because shoifer is tshuva. And if shoifer is tshuva, tshuva is from us. And if Matan Torah is the Abish they're giving, the voice of the Abish there is kindness, the fire of the Abish there is strength, and the shoifer of the Abish there is rachman, tferes, there shouldn't be a shoifer because shoifer is by definition no matter what children. And on that basis, the Rebbe in effect invents two shoifers, two shoifers, two teferises, and so forth. Now, I'm going to be learning the Maimu with you inside. But before we do, I want to talk to you about teferis. Teferis is not new to us. Any person who's regular to these classes has had more than one or two opportunities to hear a conversation about Tiferes. It's a beautiful concept, as the word Tiferes means, beauty, shenkite. And it's time that we repeat this conversation in this context. There's a very, very interesting thing that you have to know about Midas and Tiferes. And what it is, is that there's really no such feeling as Tiferes. There's no emotion like Tiferes. What there is, is a koyach to blend ahava and gavura, love and exactitude together in such a perfect mix that the mixture is tiferes. We all know what love is. We also know what strictness is. Compassion is not a third emotion. It's a mixture of love and strictness. Joy is not a third emotion. It's a mixture of love and strictness. Because tiferes really is not a third thing. It's a koyach 
which is really a non-thing, higher than the Madrega of Amida, to fuse the two Midas to have an exact center. Like I've always given you the physical example from a quarter. Mechsidus gives a moshe, but the fetus, the physical moshe, they give it a pino. How much space does the corner occupy? And the answer is there's no such thing as a corner. There's the idea of a corner. There is a thing as a wall. And there's another thing called a second wall. There's the idea of arranging these walls at a 90 degree angle to create a pina. But there's only two things here. There's no three things. There's not a right wall and a back wall and a corner. There is the right wall, the back wall, and the idea that puts them in this position which creates a new concept called a pina. That's what the fetus means. The fetus means you take things that already exist and give them beauty. You mix blue and red and whatever else you're going to mix. There's no new colors. It's simply taking the colors and arranging them in such a way that because of the arrangement, what they call in some cultures, the convergence of the variety together reveals the beauty. What new color has been added? None. It's taking the existing colors and arranging them in such a way that they become beauty. Which is, of course, why Hasidus makes such a big deal out of Tefetis. And in general, makes such a big deal out of what we call in our culture the Kavim, sorry, the middle pole. And they bring, of course, the Pasuk, There's a pole on top, which is Chesed. There's a pole on the bottom, which is Gevura. There's a pole in the center, which is in the middle of the Kedesh. And it goes through from edge to edge. It's not interrupted. And Hasidus explains that this middle pole goes through the whole Seder Ashtashas in the highest levels. To the lowest levels, there's no interruptions. You know why? Because the middle pole is not a Metzius. Any Mida is a Metzius. Any emotion is a Metzius. And the Metzius has a limitation. It can exist in a heart, not outside the heart. The fetus is not an emotion. It's a Koyach to manipulate emotions. And therefore, the fetus, when it goes to the next level, takes on a new form. And when it goes to the level beyond, it takes on a new form again because the middle pole is not a third feeling or a third idea or a third expression of, of, of practical effectiveness. It is the koyach to fuse the right and the left and create a perfect center. But since the reality, the goof of the fetus is not the fetus at all, it's a mixture of chasad and gevur or netzach and hoid or chokhm and bina, whatever the case may be. So the koyach is a built-in Matthias. The koyach, the potential to fuse opposites together is not a thing. It is that potential only. That potential, because it's not a thing, doesn't have any constraints. It can be nimshach till That's why we make such a big deal out of the center. The center has to do with a lakus and alagavol the kazach. So the Eibishter at Matanteira gave us chesed, koilis. He gave us gevura, lapidim. And he gave us the fetus. He gave us the koyach that we should have rachmim and simcha and Hashem through the koyla sheif. And the Rebbe says, I don't understand. I'm on page kuf pei tes, where I made the base. Like I said to you before, I'm starting in the middle of the mind. Page kuf pei tes. If you can't find kuf pei tes, turn it over, push it. I die in and I don't understand. We know the Kela Shefer, that the way the sound of the Shefer operates is. that It starts at the narry side of the Shefer. And it comes out at the wide side of the Shefer. The direction of the sound. To depart outward. With expansiveness. And broadness and a loud voice. 
And v'tzir ha-shev rabbi Allah, the shape of the shape as Allah mandates it, is sh'tzidu echad kotzer. The first side is narrow, u-meitzer and, and constrained. V'heilech u-mesvachav ma'at ma'at, it slowly expands outward. At the opposite end, it's very, very broad. And like it says, Takim Pasuk, that we begin in the beginning of Tkir Shefer. Min The cry comes, Min And the response comes from the Abish Tesmerch. Now, if we're talking about Matan Teda, and Matan Teda means that the Abish is giving. So everything has to be from the top down. So the voice represents the Abish is giving us the Kayach to love him. The fire represents the Abish giving us the Kayach to fear him. And the Shafir is what? Giving us the Kayach to us rejoice in him, yeah? But the shape of the Shafir doesn't describe how Hashem gives. The shape of the Shafir describes how we reach the opposite of a gift. Right? Says the and I went down to six lines from the bottom of the page. I have a question. The theme of Shafer has a major issue. There shouldn't be a Shafer at Matan Shafer represents the Ferris, but there's only one Ferris in the whole creation. David wants to give us a gift at the Ferris, he must use a Shafer. Find some other way of giving us to Ferris. And Shafer should not be it. Why not? Because Shafer is the idea of Chuba. Shoifer is the idea of from the bottom to the top, from the narrowness to the broadness. Matan Teda should really be from broad to narrow. It's coming from the Eibishter, and of course the Eibishter is Merchavah to us. So how can the Shoifer that the Eibishter is giving us represe- be represented by the sound of the Shoifer? That the Ferris that the Eibishter is giving us be represented by the sound of the Shoifer. And the Rebbe says, the Prati says, I want to break it down for you. This is how the Maimah gets think. There's actually two concepts, a lower concept and a higher concept. All of us know that there's two concepts of Shefer. You know why? Because the Abish gave us the Tehra twice. Aleph, the first is a Shefer Kosher and Resinus Luchas Achrenes. The Shefer connected with the second Luchas. And the Rebbe says, Every year we blow Shefer Rosh Hashanah, yeah? Why? There's many reasons. One of the reasons we blow Shefer Rosh Hashanah because on Yom Kippur we got the second Luchas. And the blowing of the Shefer and Rosh Hashanah is part of the process and the program by which we get the second Luchas. Kemaimah, like it says in Siddi, the Gemara says, Ibn al-Fani Malchus, Shefer. We receive the Tehra through Shefer. Shesiyumam hu yeim ha-Kippurim that culminates with Yom Kippur. Shabaynit du Luchas ha-Kreinis in which the second Luchas will give it. And of course you know what the Chazal tell us that when it comes to Shnasa Yoival on a Jubilee year, they blew Shefer Yom Kippur itself. So we blow Shefer Rosh Hashanah. We always thought it's about Tshuva. We're blowing Shefer Rosh Hashanah to be Makabal the Tehra. Why not be Makabal the Tehra? Because the Luchish Nias are an act of Tshuva. Now let's pause. Let's pause. Since the second Luchas is an act of Tshuva, when it comes to the second Luchas, you can explain the sound, Chesed, and the flares, Gvura, and the shoifer, the feres, as something which we're doing. In other words, you can make the case that the difference between the first luchas and the second luchas is the first luchas the Abishta gave, and the second luchas we took. So, if we were to associate shoifer with matantera of Yom Kippur, we would have no kasha. 
Shefer represents Midas of the Fetus. It's the Koyach to bring together opposites. And then Yom Kippur is bringing together the opposites from the bottom. How are we going to access the Abish's Midas of the Fetus through our own Chubas, our own Rachamim? Rachamim is the Fetus of Chuba. That would make sense. But the Rebbe continues and he says, based on the second idea, which is a Shefer Amatan which is connected to Shavuos when the first Luchas are given. And notice, we don't blow Shefer Shavuos. Rosh Hashanah, the Rebbe is saying in this Maimed, we're not blowing Shefer for all the other reasons we always thought. We're blowing Shefer to be Makabal the Tater, which makes sense. Why? Because the second Tater is the Tater of Chuba. But the first Tater, the Abishta gives Yunadah. Therefore, we don't blow Shaifa. But the Rebbe's question is stronger. How could the Abish blow Shaifa? The very essence of Shaifa, the question is, is Inyan Chuba. And at the Inyan Shaifa is Chuba, first narrow and then wide. First you're in the darkness and then you have light. First you're in pain and then you're redeemed from the pain. There should be no connection between the Shaifa and Shuiz, because Shuiz is the unilateral gift of the Abish. The Rebbe explains his question. When you talk about blowing Shefa and Rosh Hashanah as a precondition to receiving the Tera Yim Kippur, since Chenyon Muaved as a Tshuva, the theme of Shefa of the second Luchas is Tshuva. Move and it makes sense. That our ability to get the second Tera is due with a narrowness. Which is the theme of Tshuva. And Vagam, even though Shamit is Inyan Tshuva, Tshuva in truth, you don't have to do Avedas to do Tshuva. You have to simply exist to do Tshuva. Because Tshuva means to come back, to come closer to the Yebisha, like it says in Hasidus. The direction of Tshuva, the, the momentum, the impetus, the inertia of Tshuva it means one wishes to return and to ascend to a higher station to a higher place when compared to the former condition that a person is in a narrow space so the second title even as the second title is received by a tzaddik let's say is also when you're not tshuva why? because tshuva doesn't mean to have avedis Tshuva simply means I'm returning to the Eibishter. And when one thinks of himself in the framework of returning to the Eibishter, the biggest tzaddik is Minamata. He's in a state of narrowness. So if Russia Taira is connected to Shaifa second time around, I have no questions. But what about the first Luchas? The first Luchas we got as Tzadik. First Luchas were a unilateral gift from Hashem, to use Hasidic language, from the top down. We come to Hitzo HaShafer. Mashein Kimimat Antero, when they wish to give us the Torah, Harihoi Saham Shacham, the Abish's gift came from the top down, from heaven to earth. Like it says, that from the heavens we heard the voice of the Abish. So the question is, I don't understand if the gift of the Teirat Shvutz is from the top down. It's the other way around. When the Abish blows the Shafer, he blows from the wide side of the Shafer. 
and it comes out the narrow side of the shaifah, so we're able to receive it. But everybody knows that that's not the theme of shaifah. So the Rebbe has a question. The question is, shaifah represents the fetus, which is an interesting issue in itself. Why? But okay, shaifah represents the fetus. It represents the fetus in the second luchas, because we're doing tshuva, and one of the midas of tshuva is midas of the fetus. Like I said to you earlier, what's the tefetis of tshuva? Rachamim, having mercy on your soul. We have no issues with that. But the Pasuk says that just like by the second luchas is a theme of shayf, which is the tefetis of tshuva, by the first luchas there is also a shayf, which is the tefetis of melmailo amata. It's the tefetis, it's the beauty of the Abish that giving. If the first luchas are a unilateral gift from the Abish to the tefetis, of what we call in our culture of tzaddik, of mamayla lamata, why is represented by a shift? This is the question. Now let's pause. Let's interrupt for a moment again. We understand, we've talked about this, that teferes is a koyach that brings together two opposites. But there's madregis in teferes. In other words, when you bring together two opposites, in bringing together opposites, this kama v'kama b'chinnas ha-madrigis. Okay? Let me give you the following hypothesis. And that's exactly what this is, a hypothesis. It's mentioned later in the Maimed, but I'm not sure if this is legitimate. You could create a bringing together of opposites through an oiralian, through a higher light. Yeah, you're talking with Amida chesed, Amida al an idea of Asichel is a higher light like Abhi Midas. Yeah. A person has two ways of learning something. An Akud of Chochmah, point of Chochmah, which is rich and enlightened but underdeveloped. And the Archov of Bina, where it's all opened up but he's losing the richness. You could bring a Kayach of Ratzin, of will, which is higher than Chochmah and Bina. Which will allow you to fuse what you call in Kabbalah the Kudabay Chola, that the expansiveness of Bina should have the enlightenment of the point of Chokhmah, and vice versa, the point of Chokhmah should also have the Milo of the expansiveness of Bina. In other words, to bring together two opposites, you simply need something a little bit higher than the combination. A higher order to bring together opposites. And of course, depending on what the opposite is, the higher end is accordingly higher. But there's a different possibility. The different possibility is you bring together two opposites through bittel. Through bittel, through complete nullification. In other words, the reason chesed and gevod are opposites is chesed is a metiyas. And gevod is a metiyas. When you have a koyach of total nullification to the Yevishter, the nullification effect that chesed is not chesed, doesn't have the gaiva, the metiyas of chesed. Gevod is not gevod, doesn't have the gaiva, metiyas of gevod. So you can bring together the opposites. In other words, when you talk about the fetus being the center, and we of course made the point so emphatically and so simply, we've talked about this so many times over the years, that the fetus is not an emotion, it's not a color, it's the idea, it's the enlightenment that allows us to bring the different emotions or the different colors or different types of concepts together. When you do it through a higher light, a higher light is also a Matthias. No, but then it's a higher Matthias. But when you do it through total bittle, through total nullification, when you do it through total bittle, it's not the pshat, you have a koyach, which is fusing both, you have a koyach, which is negating both. 
It's saying, I don't have chassid, I don't have gavur, I have no contradictions. This is a higher madreig of tiferes. Now, I don't want to go into the intricacies because I am not qualified to go into the intricacies. But in chassidus, you have what's called rachamim mitada murgish. Rachamim, because you feel rachamim. You have rachamim mitada roimimus. Rachamim, because you're above the different possibilities. And you have something called rachamim pshutim. Rachamim pshutim means there's no chassid, no gavur. Bittl, the highest madreig of Rachamim is not Rachamim Tzad Amurgish. It's not Rachamim Tzad Reimus. It's Rachamim Pshut. Now, I am putting all these words into this mime. And my source is Samachai. He explains Pinyan Tversavit. But the Rebbe here is in the midst of an exploration. What's the exploration the Rebbe is in the midst of? The Rebbe says, I don't understand what a Shafid is doing, Shuz. Okay, and let's be repetitive. Forgive me. We all understand that when the Abishta gave us the Tayyid, he didn't just give us the book and the words and the rules. He gave us a whole experience. He gave us of himself in every imaginable way. One of the many aspects involved in the Matan Torah, in that collective, in that whole gift, is he gave us his chesed through kailas, sounds, his gevura through lapidim, through fire, through flares, and his rachamim through shayf. And of course, we received the Abishtas keres, lapidim, and shayfa, the Abishtas chesed, gevura, the feres, through our ahava, and our yira, and our tferes. The Abishtas gave and we took. Says the Rebbe, the second luchas was more about us taking than the Abishtas giving. Because they were true luchas. So in the second luchas, we created a moisture which gave us ahava. We created a fire which gave us yira. And we sounded the shofar which gave us access to midas atiferes. And mistama, I'm assuming a tiferes of tshuva is, I told you before, there's two expressions for tiferes. Either rachamim, having mercy on the soul, or joy. Mistama, the tiferes of the luchashnias was rachamim, which opened them, opened yidin up to be able to receive the tiferes of the baby Accordingly, when a yid blows Shefer Rosh Hashanah in this minor, and he's blowing Shefer Rosh Hashanah, because that's the Hagdomu to Kabbalah Sateira. This is his Teferes, this is his Tshuva, even if it's not for Avedes, which is opening himself up to receive the godliness of the Teira. Now, here comes the tricky question. If when a yid is far away from the Ebishter, yeah, and he's doing Tshuva by blowing Shefer, and in doing shofar, blowing shofar, he's creating an energy that unifies mitzvah chesed, mitzvah gevura. I want you to not answer. I want you to just think about this. The koyach of that fusion is coming from light or is coming from bittel? Don't answer. Don't answer. Listen. When I blow shofar Rosh Hashanah, as Akdama to be makabal to tell the so I am bringing together my two meters of chesed and gevura, my av and yid, in a form of rachamim, rachmanas, and my neshama, to open myself up to Eid and Laki. That tshuva is painful. No one's going to deny it. It comes from an ameitzad alamercha. The koyach to bring together the chesed and gevura. Is it coming from a light, which is higher than chesed and gevura? Or is it coming from an orbital? And I, I, again, please don't answer the question. Let's learn vaitish. Okay, so we learned, we understand why the second luchas are connected to shayf. And the shayf of the second luchas, this is the tefedas of the second luchas, because it's in Yenachur, Rachamim. 
But the question our Maimon has is what about the first Luchas? Who comes to for the first Luchas? The first Luchas Hashem gives. Completely on his own. So the Abish should have a backward Shafer. And there's no such thing as a backward Shafer. Because the Abish goes from the wide to the narrow. The design of the Shafer is from narrow to wide. When the Abish has to choose a physical thing to represent Midas Ateferes in giving the first Luchas, it should be a Chassidish doing a Kazatzke, not a Shafer. This is the question. And here is the answer. Achainin, who the answer is? The Imavua Sham is the middle of Rebbe's Maimit. The when the Abisha gave us the Teira, he gave us the hiddenness of the Abish that as he is by himself. In other words, Shalamaila Mikol Hamailas Vahagilu Vam Shafas. At Matanteira, the Abishta gave us himself, period. What does it mean himself? Himself doesn't mean a higher light or an even higher light, or an even, even higher light, or an even, even, even higher light. He gave us himself that's not in the realm of high. Himself. You can't say he's the highest level. He's not a level. Well, you can't even call it high. And, when the Abishtim gives himself, which is above the concept of above, in other words, the Abish that has he exists in relationship with himself as he is himself. That it is Lamaila on high. Nimshach Lamata comes down into this world. And if I may use a form which we can relate to, it's the Moida Ani. It's the Pshitas of the Abish. It's not the complicated Abish. It's not the fancy Abish. It's not the Kabbalistic Abish. It's the child Abish. In other words, like it says in Medrash, very interesting reference. This is a controversy. All of us know about Bitlagzeda, right? There was a divide between heaven and earth. And Bishas Matanteda, there was a Bitlagzeda. What was the Bitlagzeda that the Abishta himself, that's being called here, now understand that when the Rebbe says here, he's contradicting what he said two lines before. Why? Because what did he say two lines before? That the Eibishter himself cannot be called even Elyon. The Eibishter himself was Lamayla Megedir Elyon Betacht. So when the Rebbe quotes the Medrash that says, the Rebbe is saying that Elyon means the Eibishter that's above, 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 above. It's a very different concept of Dira Betachtoinim that we know from other places in Hasidus. But the Rebbe squeezes in these lines, as I And if you don't notice, you don't realize how. Radical this is. This you could sit on these four words, and this maima for hours. What should understand Pshat? And he brings this is also the Pshat at Chavena Makshivim Lakelech, when the Basi Lagani, at the Malachem and Kayako, the Avishtin himself comes to listen to the Tay that we learned on here. But here he touches Fakhet. Why does the Avishtin and the Besifta Dirakia come to listen to the Tay that we learn? The Tam Hadovar Hu, six lines in. Seven lines into the paragraph. Why did the Eibishter and the Malachim come to learn Teirah from us? The Malachim that are with the Eibishter. And the Eibishter, as he is called, Kuchabrich was a Madrege. Hakadosh means removed. Baruch means manifest. The Pamalia delay are in the same Madrege. So if El Yerinim Yedle means. That when the Abishta gave us the Tater, he gave us his Atmos, 
the, the, the truth of Atmos. What is the truth of Atmos? That it's not Begeder El So every Madrege, as high as it may be, has something to gain by coming here. Because the highest Madregas of Giluyim are not Atmos. So if when the Abish they gave us the Tain, they gave us himself Mamish, it makes sense why Kuchabricho, Pamayasi, come into this earth to learn Tainer from us because we have a connection to a Tainer, which is one with Atmos Saints off, that they don't have at all. That's all. I'm skipping a couple of lines. It's not in heaven. It wasn't even given to Kuchabricho. Because Kuchabricho doesn't mean the Abish. Kuchabricho means godliness, which is removed from the world. And the Tate is not God that is removed from the world, the Tate is the Abish to himself. Mashain can be Yisrael as opposed to Yidin. I think I'm seven lines from the end of that paragraph. Nim Shagbamatan When the Abish gave us the Tate, and through the Tate we received that Smusi is bought of the Abish to himself. Shalamaila Mikol Geder, Viteir, Umailav, Amshachov, Ashpov, Agilav. You translate each one of those words, I give you a prize. It's beyond any kind of limitation. Which is why So the Rebbe quotes two Maimore Chazal, one line after the next, and spins them differently. He translates, Elian doesn't mean the Maimore, he means the Abish to himself. And Giluyim come to this world because Atmos is here. Anyway, getting to the point. The point is when Abish gave us a Tehidah, he gave us a what does himself mean? You can't call him a level. You cannot say he's a higher light. <laughs> and because he's a higher light, he's creating peace. There's no lights. It's the Ebishter. And accordingly, I'm six lines from the end of the middle paragraph of Ejkov Tzadik. Now, our question was what? That a shoifer represents from darkness to light. Shoifer represents sad, suffering, narrowness to menamerch, broadness. And the question we had was, if shvuas, the Abish should give the Torah from the top down, And you know what the answer is? Menameitzah means the narrowness of the Abish It's a shoifer. It's not a shoifer of tshuva. From the highest, downward, and the highest is a point. Let's read it inside. The beginning of the gift was a point and a narrowness. And from it, it becomes expansive. Now, the next three words are really, really, really open to interpretation. And he wanted that when he gives himself, which is to us. It should have these two stages. First of all, the Abish that gives of himself to us. First of all, that's a point. Then becomes expansive. What is the reason you go from a narrow state to a broad state? What is the reason? Because we're narrow. We don't know. Right? The Gemara says, First it's dark. And then it's light. First we don't know, then we know. First we have pain, and then we relieve ourselves from the pain. The Rebbe says, the Abish is blowing a shefer also. He's going from a narrowness to a broadness, but not because the Abish is in pain. Not because the Abish is mitzumt. Because the Abish wants that the Seder should be that first Atmos is in the Kudim. 
Not because the Ebush is in a constrained place. Not because we're in a constrained place. But because the nature of this gift from the Abish to us goes through these stages. First of all, in a Kuda and then Eispashtas. When the Abish that gives us his essence, it's called an essence. What is an essence? <laughs> an essence means something you can't give. That's what it means. So first of all, that essence is ungivable. That's an Akudah. That's the narrowness of the Shaykh. And then this essence, which is ungivable, he gives. That's the broadness of the Shaykh. So what Matan Tehidah was a Shaykh. But the shayfar is not at all connected to tshuva, as we presumed. The narrowness of the shayfar is not at all connected to us not knowing and then discovering. The narrowness of the shayfar has to do with the fact that the Abish is giving himself. Himself is narrow. Himself is narrow, not because the Abish is in ghosts, not because the Abish is in jail, but because the Abish is an unknowable truth. Unknowable truths are, as we perceive them, narrow, dark. And min hamait said, Allah, that shayfar he gave us. He gave us what he shouldn't be able to give us. So the Abish that gave a shayfar at Har Sinai. And the shayfar at Har Sinai also represents Midas at It combines two opposites. And it's represented by the shayfar, which is first narrow and then wide, not Chas Shalom, that the Abish that is stuck in some way. But because this is how the Abish that arranges it. The beginning of the gift of the Abish doesn't reach us. Because it shouldn't reach us. It's Atmos. And then it does reach us. Notwithstanding that it's atmos, it reaches us. Then the Rebbe says in the bracket, We should understand that first there's an akuda, then there's a hispashtus. Two lines before he said, Now the Rebbe says, we can understand, as they used to say that, when the Abish that gives himself, what does that mean? He's giving what he shouldn't be able to give. That's a shayfar. Narrow and then wide. So now I want you to think again. And now you can answer the question I asked you before. Shavuos, Teira is connected to Chesed Gvartafet. Ava, Yira, either Rachamim or Simcha, doesn't bother me. We understand now that there's two, dile- two levels in the Teira. The Teira of Yom Kippur and the Teira of Shavuos. The Teira of Yom Kippur is the Teira of Tshuva. The Teir of Tshuva of Shuvah is a unilateral gift from the Abish. Now it's any child, so which is higher? Of course it's going to say Tshuva is higher than Tzadik, everybody knows it. But in this Maimah it doesn't work out that way. In fact, in this Maimah it's exactly the opposite. We did Tshuva by blowing Shaifa. And this opened us up to the Rachamim of the Abish. We had mercy on our own souls and it gave us access to what's called the Gilmit So we blew the shaifer. The blowing of the shaifer is an act of mercy. And the act of mercy fused chesed and gevurah. And the Abishta reciprocated with a rachamin from the top down, which is also a fusion of chesed and gevurah. And I ask you a question. That fusion of chesed and gevurah is mitzad oyer or mitzad racham, mitzad bittel. And I said, don't answer. When you learn the next paragraph, you make the following discovery. We all understand that tshuva is higher than ishtalshlos. Tzadik is reason. Tshuva is higher than reason. But let's not forget, tshuva still has to do with people. If there are no people, there's no avedas, there's no tshuva. 
Or to say it alternatively, if there's no people and there's no limitations, there's no tshuva. So when a yid does tshuva, and tshuva is mo'ayre rachamim, which means he's bringing down a kayach that fuses together opposites. I'm asking the question again. This fusion is coming from a higher light or is it coming from bitl? I am going to propose to you it's coming from a higher light. The light of tshuva. Because tshuva is also a light. Why is tshuva also a light? It's about a person. And this is Dagademus Api Chasidis. Api Chasidis, Tshuva is not the highest thing. The highest thing is Yifchalon. It's the Etzam and the Shama. Tshuva is only the second level. So it turns out as follows. The Teira of Yom Kippur is lower than the Teira of Shuvah. In this moment. Why? Because Yom Kippur is connected to Teferes, associated with the Shoifer. Yom Kippur is connected to the fetus associated with a shayfet of tshuva. Tshuva involves us. If it involves us, as high as we are going, we're reaching only a reachable level. We're in a very dark place. We cry out from very deep within ourselves. And reciprocally, accordingly, we reach very high levels of roimamus, altsemis. But the fact that the tshuva is associated with my blowing shayfet means to say that the light that I am bringing down in order to fuse together Chesed and Yevodeh, and my tshuva is still Yeloim. Shuvah was the Eivishter. And the Eivishter Shoifer is not narrow and then wide because Eivishter's got problems. The Eivishter Shoifer is narrow and then wide. First of all, Ratzah Kaddish Baruch Second of all, that we should all understand that first, the, the unknowable Eivishter we first don't know. That's the narrowness of the Shoifer. And then he gives it to us. That's the broadness of the shayf. It's a completely different concept of Menamez. So now what I am saying to you is the teferis of the luchos of the shaynis is rachmen pshutim. The idea that when the Ebrister gave his terror the first time and there was a totally different concept of a shayf. A shayf that according to this mime is for the top down, not for the bottom up. Is a koyach to bring together chesed givura. That wasn't a koyach of a light that blended chesed and gevura. That was a koyach that said there is no chesed and gevura. There's only the reibshta. So if I'm not wrong, and that's a huge if, the Rebbe is teaching us a number of very, very, very interesting ideas. The basic idea is, and now we're going to go back and learn the Maimir, is when the Eibshta gave us a tale, he gave us more than words and laws, he gave us everything. Chesed gevura tzferes. We learned that the tzferes is connected to shayfer. And we learned that there's two shafers of Taylor. The shafer of the second luchas and the shafer of the first luchas. And as it turns out, the shafer of the first luchas is higher than the shafer of the second luchas. And this is why we don't blow shafer and shuas. It's a waste of time. Only the Amish can blow shafer and shuas. Rosh Hashanah, we can blow shafer. Because the Taylor of the second luchas is connected to Tshuva. Because the Racham of the second luchas, safe kal safe, from our pain, we access it. So it has some level. It's, it's a highlight. Maybe it's not Racham Tadar Murgish. Racham Tadar Doesn't bother me. But the point is, the bringing together of opposites has to do with me. If it has to do with me, the levels of godliness that I can reach are still godliness in as much as godliness is light, not as much as godliness is God. David did himself. When David gave us the first luchas, he gave us the luchas. And he blew a shayfet to create Rachamim. That's not... A rachamim, that's a light that takes a little red and a little blue and makes them fit. That light simply says there is nothing besides the Rebishter. 
So again, I tell you, if I am not wrong, it's kumtois like dem maimer. And if, again, this is what I'm adding to the maimer. The first luchas are higher than the second luchas. In other words, the first luchas, the Abish that gave us access to a rachamim that has nothing to do with us, it's the Abish that's Shaifa Godl. It's not Shaifa Godl, it's Shaifa Stam, Shaifa Godl is Mashiach. But okay. Rosh Hashanah, Kippur, we got the second luchas, we do blow Shaifa. Because it's a lower rachamim. It's a lower tater. And I am suggesting that the reason we don't blow Shaifa and Shavuos is because there's no point. Only the Abish can blow Shaifa. This is the Oymek in the Maimer. Now let's learn the Maimer. Okay, let's go back to the beginning and start. Abyssal, Mishkesach, but Abyssal. The Cholom Reim is Hakeles, Vesalapidim, Veskela Sheikh. Everybody saw the sounds, the flares, and the sound of the Sheikh. Veher Hashem, the fire, the mountain was on fire. Vayara Om, the people saw Vayanu and they were moved. You speak, we can't listen to the Rebish that it's too much. Now, six lines into the Maimir, it says, There are three points made here. Kailas, sounds, and the Rebbe makes the point, it doesn't say coil, but koilos, there were many sounds. And the Rebbe explains many sounds means different levels of chesed, different kinds of ahava. The Abish that gave us all loves, Ava Salem and Ava Rabba and Ava Batanugim, everything associated with the various levels of loving to the Abishad, Ava Kamayim, Ava Kirish Piyesh, we all got that from the Kalis of Matantir. And Lapidim, flares, fires, and there are many types of fire. And since there are many types of fire, the fire that the Abishad gave us inspired in us many types of Yira. Yira Taton, Yira Law, Yira Schatan, Yira Sayyidina, Yira Sulkim, Yira Savaya, and so on. And the Rebbe says there's different sounds of the Shefer also. Okay. Go down another five lines. Vehine, The tater is forever. Everything in the tater is an eternal lesson. The The question is, mahu What is the lesson? What do I need to do today? What can I learn today from the fact that the Abish gave us sounds and fires and shayfa and have Sinai in my practical life? Next paragraph, please. is And the Rebbe makes the point of saying that there's a lot of different types of chesed. There's a lot of different types of gevurah. The Gevishti gave us all to us at Shavuos. Now remember, Shavuos is unilateral. We're just receiving it. Okay, top of page Kuf. Pay test, please. Which explains also when the Abish gave us ten commandments, there's two types of laws. Right? divided into two And Anoichi is the source of all mitzvahs. Four lines from the top at the end of the line. And the lesson is as we prepare to receive the And as we proactively implement what we received, a yid has to know you want to serve the Abish completely, you need love of God, Kalis. And you need fear of God Lapid. Now it's in Tiny Chapter 4. You want to do mitzvahs properly, you have to do them with passion. And then it says Vijira, she shares one slice is finished. Sure. Okay, so we have a question and an answer, and we can almost go home. It's not for the fact that it was all ruined by the Shaifa, the narrowness of the Shaifa. 
The Abishta gave us Ahava and we received it, so we have to love the Abishta. Not just do mitzvahs, love the mitzvahs. The Abishta gave us Yira and we received the Yira, so we learn Tayyid and do mitzvahs. Our Surmita has to have a certain seriousness, a certain Akshanas of Yira, fine. But then it says, Vekela Shefar, which is eight lines from the end of the paragraph. Which is the concept of Teferis. Go down after the bracket. You see the words? Teferis, there's no such thing as Teferis. Teferis is a koyach to fuse chasad and gevura, but there's no midah like Teferis. Right? And he gives you the gav malacham. There's malacham of chasad, b'chol. Malacham of gevura, gavriel. There's no malacham of Teferis. There's oisah shalom b'mreimah. The Abish that brings a koyach and makes malacham get along. And by the way, when malacham get along, it's very, very different than people getting along. When Malachim get along, the Ebishter Pashat bittles them out of existence. Everything is fine. When people get along, it's because I have a little bit of you in me and you have a little bit of me in you, which is why it's more difficult for people to get along than for angels to get along. But it's a much more premiistic infusion. Achtos, bringing together. But the Shoifer creates Teferis. Three lines from the end. Because it's higher than both. Says the Rebbe, what does it mean? That when we serve the Ebishter and doing Tayyid and Mitzvahs, in addition to loving the Ebishter and fearing the Ebishter, we have to have Rachmim. Rachmim, you have to always remember that Rachmanas are not Nishon. That it's so far from the Ebishter and want to correct it through Yiddishkeit. And as I told you before, Rachmim is the low end of the Fetish. The high end of the Fetish is Simch. So all is nice. Yeah. <laughs> the Ebishter gave us the Tayyidah and he gave us Midas. And the lesson is that when we practice the Tayyidah, we must use the Midas. But then we got into trouble. And we learned something very interesting. And what we learned is that there is the Tata that has a little bit of a connection to Yidin. And there is the Tata which has zero connection to Yidin. It's only the Abish. The Tata that has a little connection to Yidin. This is Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, So we blow the Shaif. And the Rachamim which we're able to inspire is safe called safe Rachamim it's Oires but then there is a tater which has nothing to do with Yidin whatsoever it's only the Abishad and that's Tafka Luchas Hashem and over there the Shoifer is not from the bottom from a narrow to a wide it's actually from from the highest downward narrowness means the narrowness of Helam Ha'atzmi there should be an Amerchah so as it turns out this is a lot different than we're so accustomed to and the bottom line is we get the distinct impression that the Rebbe is saying that we got by the first luchas was not there by the second luchas. We did tshuva and we went deep into ourselves and reached deep into Lamaila. Atmosamos it wasn't. But it was connected to us. Mashenka with the Ebesha gave us Tayyid Harsina and he blew the shaifer. We cannot replicate that shaifer. That's why we don't blame for Shaifa Ashfuas because it's Atmos Mamash. Verstanden? Interesting. Turn the page. Bottom of page Kuf Tzadik Navihine Mehamavu Eliyil Bein Kelis Velapidim V'Shefer. Now that we explain what these three themes represent, and we went deeper and explained that the lower Teferes is the second Luchas, which is I'm saying it's Rachem Tadarevamus, and the higher Teferes is the first Luchas, which is Rachem Pshutim. Says the Rebbe was explained up Chasidus, and what do we know about Chasidus? Shein Yanehu Laham Shechagile De Pnimis Atera, to bring down the revelation of Pnimis Atera. Based on the Van of Asag, we should understand it. And the Rebbe says, therefore, second line from the bottom, Yesh Lil Made Mizeh Ba Vedas Adam Bechalis Alas. 
What is the lesson? The last line of page Kuf Tzadik Vahayinian who says that Rabbi Dini Matan Tehru B'Chol Yaim every day day because it's the Tehru B'Chol Yaim B'Yaim Yiu B'Nechak Kachadosh. Every day the Tehru is new. Now I want to ask you a question. When we say that every day the Tehru is new, when does that start? In the morning. Now when does the day begin? At night. So if we say shouldn't it be true that as soon as the sun goes down we should say Interesting observation. Now let me, let me develop the idea. All of you know that there's two concepts of a day. A day of creation is Days of creation is First it's night and then it's morning. Yeah? A day of karbonis is Liyein Valayla. First a day and then a night. What's the difference between these two systems? There are Sichas. But in our Smaim, we're going to learn a whole new insight. A night and then a day is a Shefer of Tshuva. A day and then a night is a Shefer that the Ebesh that blows at our Sinai. We get up in the morning and say, The day started 12 hours ago. Why am I saying Divisefer now? Because I'm not learning the Teda I earned through my Tshuva. I am learning the Teda associated with the light of day that the Abish gave on Shavuos. The Yeshleim, a second line from the top. The Halashim. That this Piskon, Every day it's new. When does the day start? It's not the day that begins at night. Which is how it is with Tadbir. A day that begins in the morning. First there's light and then there's darkness. Because we're talking here about a shaifer, which the Abish sounds, and the narrowness is not a darkness. The narrowness is Helama Atzmi. The Zehu Mashabircha Satera. When do we thank the Abish for giving us the Tera? That we say, every day we get the Tera. Ain't a Balayla. We don't do it at night. Even though the day begins at night. What's the first mitzvah? Child of Nazar Mitzvah, Bat Mitzvah. Kishma Shal Arvis. Say Bircha Satera then. No. Tomorrow morning. Elabetchilas Ayyem Dafka, the beginning of the day, the light of day. Right? Kishanasa Beria Chadash becomes a new Mitzvah. So I think, I think, I don't know, that what the Rebbe is saying here is the same thing he said before. Why do we call the day of Tera the morning and not the night? Because we want to tap into the Shefer of Shvuas, which is totally the Abishtar, as opposed to the Shefer of Rosh Hashanah, which has a direct connection to us. We're not now Rosh Hashanah season. We're now Shvuah season. Yeah? Rosh Hashanah will start thinking about the Torah of Tshuva. Now with Shvuah, let's think about the Torah that the Abish that gives it has nothing to do with us. It's been given so many times. Next line, everybody has the ability, that in preparation for Matan Torah, we're preparing to receive the Torah that has to do with the day. That the Abish gives unilaterally. And the preparation involves preparing our Ahava and preparing our Yira and preparing our Rachmim and our Simcha and so forth. And the most important thing is the Shaifar. Yeah? Seven lines in the end of the paragraph. Hukela Shaifar. And the Rebbe says in the next line, which is now six lines from the bottom, the Beklal say that Avaidu, normally the approaches. 
you first make a joke. Normally, you engage a person. Now, what does an engaging a person mean? That the gift of the Ebrish has to do with the person. The Torah that we get that starts in the morning. No jokes. Bittl. The first thing is because this is not about us. This is only about the Yevish. You understand? If we're getting a Torah which is an indirect connection to us, you make a joke, you bring the child in and you can teach him. But since we're talking here about receiving the Torah of Shavuos, which is all about the Yevish, the Kaili for that is Bittl. This is why I told you that the Rachamim of Shavuos is Rachamim Pshut. Not Rachamim Tzadarei Mavis. Bittl Betachlis. Okay, you have a lot to think about. Okay.